Hello my dudes, my name is Tiffany and I'm finally back with another internet analysis video. In case you don't know, I have a series here where I like to basically do a little bit of research, do some digging in. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Internet trends or concepts. And recently I have had the pleasure of studying the phenomenon of influencer mansions slash squad houses such as the Team 10 house, the Cloud house, and others. So if you're like me and you do not watch those creators directly, the first time that you were probably exposed to these houses is via Shane Dawson's Jake Paul series, in which we saw the Team 10 house, obviously, but then Alyssa Violet in the Cloud house. This is the first floor. There's some four floors. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! It's crazy. And then Nick Crompton was in a house that was very similar to the Cloud House, but isn't the Cloud House. I don't know about you, but I had so many questions. First being, how much is rent? Damn, these influencers are making some coin. What is it like to live in a house full of 10 other influencers constantly filming and doing pranks and nonsense? And the biggest one probably being, who is paying for this? So this led me to the rabbit hole of researching a little bit about this and trying to figure out as much as I can about these houses and this kind of lifestyle. I am very interested in the lifestyle of an influencer, especially in LA, because it is so much about wealth and material objects and flexing. So are these people blowing a lot of money to live in a mansion or are there other things going on? Before I get into exploring the houses specifically, let's rewind a little bit. First thing I have to say, which is very obvious, is that Los Angeles, California is an absolute hub for celebrities and wannabe celebrities, fame chasers. Whether that is in traditional media, as we know it in movies and TV shows, or online media. It seems like if you have a following, want a following, wanna be famous, you move to LA. Quickly, I wanna tell a little story about 1600 Vine, which is an apartment complex in Hollywood, which somehow became the one place that a lot of social media stars wanted to live in. Ironically, 1600 Vine was the home of many Vine stars. It makes me think that maybe they were looking for a place to live and just Googled Vine apartments, question mark. I'm gonna link a really interesting article, which is where I got this information in the description, but basically so many of the biggest Vine stars ended up living in this apartment complex, including the Paul brothers. With so many Viners and other social media creators making content in this apartment complex, every inch of it became recognizable. You could watch a Vine and you knew that it was filmed there. You could tell that it was filmed in that gym or by that pool. As it gained this reputation of being a hub of social media influencers, specifically Viners, people were willing to move there and pay the extremely high rent just at the chance 
of befriending a Vine star and gaining followers themselves. Honestly, that's Hollywood, baby. Like, people will do anything to put themselves in proximity with other famous people to try to mooch off their fame, essentially. Or at least give themselves more opportunity to be discovered. But anyway, with so many Vine stars living in the same place, obviously there was a lot of collaboration. It makes it so easy to throw together content when you all live in the same building. Anyway, I think that Jake Paul and probably Logan as well saw what was happening at 1600 Vine with so much collaboration and creators living together that they thought of this idea, the concept of bringing people together, making them live in the same space for the ease of collaboration. So finally, it's time to get into the specifics. I'm going to be highlighting the Team 10 house, which is where Jake Paul and friends live, as well as the home of the Cloud Gang, the Cloud House, and a few other similar examples. So starting with the Team 10 house, Jake Paul actually bought this house, and apparently it is worth over $7 million, which is absolutely insane. We're moving into this house. It's literally 15,000 square feet. Say what? And I'm making a mistake, kids. I'm so sorry. I called it a house. It's a f***ing mega mansion. Check out the view, baby. Each member of Team 10 signs a contract. They give a percentage of their earnings to Team 10, the business. It's been reported to be like 20%. And in exchange, obviously, you live in the house, you work all together, and it is supposed to help you gain more followers. So what is the point of living in a house altogether? The aim here is just for easy and constant collaboration. Team 10 wakes up in the morning and instantly every single member of the house is vlogging. They're filming with each other, they're filming themselves, they're filming the house. It's more of a workspace than just a home for each of the members. I'll explain more of the businessy elements later on, but I'm just gonna keep going through these houses. So the Clout House. As I said, the Clout Gang lives in the Clout House. The current members include Faze Banks. Faze Banks' girlfriend is Alyssa Violet, who is Jake Paul's ex, or like not ex, but kind of ex. And a few other influencers live in the house. And as you saw, if you watched Shane's Jake Paul series, the Clout House and the house that Nick Crompton lives in are almost identical. Do we know what this is? Do you know what this is? All of these houses are just like all influencers. Networking. Wow. This is crazy. I believe that those houses are all on the same street and were created by the same developer. So like the name suggests, the Clout House exists for the flex. I sound so old saying this. Especially with these types of influencers, so much of their appeal to their audience is what they look like or what they have materially. So obviously living in a mansion like this, being able to take Instagram pictures, film house tours, viewers watch it because they want to see somebody else living in a dope house. A lot of these people also tend to make rap songs. Me and Rice in a house with like eight floors. They gon' call me Rich Gum cause I'm dumb rich now. YouTube rap songs talking about how rich they are. It's all part of this very constructed image. Anyway, like I said, the Nick Crompton house and the Cloud house are very similar. And if you watch Cody Ko, you probably recently saw another similar house. Cody Ko made a video about a guy named Create Tyler who basically makes flex content. He's very focused on making himself seem cool. Hot girls, fast cars, blue ass water. And his latest video was talking about how Create Tyler basically moved into one of these mansions. And they are committed 
to paying the payment of $24,500 a month. Basically, Cree Tyler and his friends trashed the house, got evicted, and they featured the landlord, Danny Holmes, talking about how much they ruined the house. That landlord, Danny, is Danny Fitzgerald, who is the developer who created all of these mega mansions on the street. So the Clout House, Nick Crompton's house, whatever house Crea Tyler was staying in, they were all developed by the same guy. He seems to just rent them out either to groups like this or reality shows or porn shoots occasionally, apparently. A lot of celebrities lived here from Justin Bieber to Nelly to Neo. American Idol filmed here, X Factor filmed here. I want to get a little bit deeper into the Clout House specifically and how that group pays for their mansion or mansions. So the Clout House is over 10,000 square feet. FaZe Banks tweeted that they added two houses to the Clout House, so now they have three houses and pay a collective $100,000 a month in rent. Who's paying for this shit? We used to live in the house two down, but we still have that. That's like the face house. And then this is like the cloud house. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But again, who pays for this? Alyssa Violet in this clip from Shane's series said that it is the business, the investors. We don't even like pay for this. Like, it's like our company. Wait, who pays for this house? Investors. People were wondering, who are the investors? Why would people invest in these creators? Why would they pay for them to live in mansions? I can't tell you who they are or exactly why, but honestly, it's just money. If they see all of these creators making a good amount of money and they sign a contract or whatever, they're willing to invest their money because they know there's gonna be a return. But if you think about it, it is very wise that the businesses are paying for the mansions rather than the influencers themselves paying rent. Because obviously, I would assume most of these influencers could pay the rent. I mean, if you assume $30,000 a month, 10 influencers living in there, they each have millions of followers, they can afford like $3,000 a month in rent. But if a business is paying for it directly, then it is a business expense. It's just a lot more appealing in terms of tax deductions and all of that. I assume, again, I don't know, but that would explain why a business pays for it. Okay, so now that you're a little familiar with each house, let me just be clear. These living arrangements are 100% business. They want it to seem like, oh, it's just a bunch of friends. We love living with the homies. We love living in the Hollywood Hills, flexing how much money we make. Got that AdSense money, got those brand deals. But they are doing this for money. They are doing this collectively as a group. Being in that house gives you exposure. They're always filming together with each other every single day. It helps boost each person in the group up, give them each more exposure and then their own individual brand deals, sponsorships or whatever are more valuable. And then their cut of the money that goes to the company just keeps increasing. The company wants each member to be more and more and more successful to make more money so that it goes back and makes the company money and they pay back their investors and the investors are happy. It is pretty damn fascinating. I mean, you watch content like Jake Paul's, which by the way, I don't watch, but I had to watch a good amount in research for this video, so pray for me. And it's like this. The funniest moment about all of this is when my teacher said, what happens when Vine dies? Well, Mrs. Clark, Vine died. <laughs> but guess what? We got a new house! So aside from the business element, what is it actually like to live in one of these houses? For me, that looks like hell. 
honestly. Yes, sure, I would love to live in a beautiful modern home, but I don't want to live in a 10,000 square foot house. I'm just not into that kind of stuff. And I definitely don't want to live with nine other people who are constantly filming. Like, I do enough of that on my own. But anyway, think about this. People often say when you're considering moving in with your friends, don't move in with your friends. Once you live with your friends, once they become your roommates, that's when you have all kinds of beef, all kinds of arguments about cleaning or paying bills or whatever, and that's how people lose friends. Sometimes living together is the worst thing that you could do for a friendship. So these groups and, and all the people who move into these houses, very confusing. But if you think about like the original Team 10 group, it was basically Jake and a lot of his friends, maybe some random people thrown in there. So it starts out as a group of friends, but then there's a lot of competition. Obviously everyone knows how popular each other person is. They're so wrapped up in how many followers they have. Of course, that's what they think about when they're looking at other people. So I can only assume it becomes a very like toxic and stressful environment. And when that is your home environment, that is your work environment, it is constant. I can only imagine that that ends up being a terrible place to live. It may be dope, your room may be cool, there may be a gym downstairs that you're probably not using. But like, at the end of the day, if you don't like the people you're living with, if you feel like you can't do your own thing, if you feel like you can't have some quiet alone time, you're not gonna like where you're living. That's another thing. There's a lot that's been said about specifically Jake and if there are rules in the Team 10 house, obviously aside from the contracts and things. It's been said that Jake wants to approve every visitor or whoever comes to the house, that at least in the past, he used to restrict like no drinking, no smoking and other things. So from the outside, it kind of seems like this fun, almost like dorm-like experience. It's like, oh, it's just a bunch of young people living together. But then there's all of this control and it's like all the fun of living in a cool place without any of the freedom of like your own domain. Just sounds terrible to me. I don't know about you. But then again, if somebody offered for investors to pay for me to live in a mansion, maybe I'd reconsider. Also, I think one of the worst parts is the kind of content that these people make. Cause to be honest, I don't know how most of them have as many followers as they do. Are you planning on making cool videos in the new house? I don't know, is this video cool? Probably not. Fuck! <laughs> what the fuck? Maybe I'm a hater, but like, so in this house, you are constantly being filmed. Please be aware that by entering this area, you consent to being photographed, filmed, or recorded. Cloud gang. You are at constant risk of being pranked because Jake Paul Team 10, they love their pranks. And then other than that, people are just always doing stupid shit, yelling, selling merch every five seconds in their videos. It's just a lot. Yo, Mrs. Clark, you're an English teacher. Uh, do you have a library in your house? With me, look at this. Hell yeah, dude. It's super dope to flex on teachers that are notoriously underpaid. We have an elevator. It's coming. And Mrs. Clark, I know your school got an elevator, but do your house? It's so flippin' cool to teach your young, impressionable audience that they should hate on their teachers. And obviously you guys already saw the library, which Miss Clark doesn't have. Damn it! Whoa! Jake, chill, chill, chill. Like, I know Jake is making a lot of money, but in such a terrible way. Like, really bad content. F***ing bad content. Anyway, that is basically all that I can say. It was a little bit tough to research this because there's not a lot of very public information about the ins and outs of the business of all of this. But I do have a couple of unanswered questions that I would like to leave. First thing being, it's been said that Team 10 members, they're signing their contracts, that they could be up to five years. Five years of taking 20% of anything that that creator earns. 
And Alyssa Violet has talked a little bit about how hard it was to get her money back after leaving Team 10. They took percentage of my money, but the checks went through Team 10 first. They would keep it. They'd send me like a couple thousand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply dollars when it was like 20,000 they kept so much money from me when I left and it and I was a bitch to get back and I wonder if she is still under that contract because the five years wouldn't be up yet and it would just be so terrible to leave team 10 obviously have bad blood with Jake and the whole organization and then still be giving them 20% of your earnings I'd be pissed Honestly, this concept feels like selling your soul to the devil for fame because yes, if you're, I guess, lucky enough to get into these groups, which I don't know how people are chosen because if you look at who's in Team 10 right now, it's like, who are these people? It's strange because if you're lucky enough to get into it, you're almost guaranteed an audience at least while you're in Team 10 or whatever group. If you're in Jake's vlogs, his six-year-old viewers are gonna subscribe to you too because they're six. But it seems that after you leave, you become irrelevant almost immediately. I mean, even Erica Costell right now, is she gonna be relevant a few months from now, a few years from now? Is she ever gonna get more popular than when she was Jake's girlfriend? And I'm not trying to be a hater, but like, when you become famous, when you gain followers exposure from being someone's friend, from being Jake's friend or in the cloud house, whatever, and then you're not, you're losing the thing that made you famous. And that can cause a lot of your viewers, who subscribed for Jake probably, to leave. So that's kind of a question. There was a question in there somewhere. Anyway, that is all. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope it answered some questions for you maybe. But honestly, I still have so many. I'm just like, what's going on here? What is happening? Thank you guys for watching. If you like this content, make sure you subscribe. I will be making more internet analysis videos. It could be about anything on social media, YouTube, whatever. You can follow me on Instagram at tferg, double underscore, for very mediocre pics, but let's keep it real out here, especially in 2019. And that is all. St stay dope. So have a flippin', have a f***ing dope day, you guys. Clout, flex. Um, I'm not good at that, obviously. Okay, thanks, bye. Thank you.